What's going on, guys? Your host, your boy, George McKay, back in studio again today, pre-recorded. It's now officially 2021, and this gentleman has been on my show before. It's actually almost a year to the day the last time he appeared. Please help me welcome one of my favorites, a Greek town wrestling regular, a man who in the state should need no introduction, but he is my favorite redneck, Trump-loving, son of a gun. Please welcome <laughs> Jock Sampson to Straight Talk Wrestling. How are you, brother? Hey, bud. How you doing? Thanks for having me on here again. Of course, man. What else? What? Who else would I love? There's no other redneck in the world that I would love to talk to more than you. We had a great conversation about a year ago, and I know this one's just going to be just as much fun. Oh, yeah. Well, the Trump loving stuff, I, you know, I don't love him as much as I did four years ago. So a little different. Right. So we've evolved. We've changed. It's either I change or regress. It depends on who who's asking, I guess, right? I've progressed or regressed. I don't know. It depends on the, the group. I, I stayed independent this time. Perfect, perfect. So you weren't really, you didn't vote Trump, you didn't vote Biden, you voted independent. Well, I, I've always leaned more independent or libertarian because, I, you know, I believe that I should be able to do what I want on my own property. I should be able to own guns. No one should be able to tell me what I can or can't do on my own property as long as I'm not breaking the law or not. I should be able to build a fence, put a pool. You know, I just want to be left alone out here in this holler. And, and uh, yeah, I, you know, it just, it, I just, I feel like in America, we need a third party system more to be more uh, involved because this two party system is, is running wild. And it's not like, it, you know, you're not voting for somebody because you think they're better, you know, because of their politics you're voting for somebody because you like someone less it turns into a popularity contest like I, there's i don't know how many people voted biden that just they don't like biden but they don't like trump more so that's that's not the right way to go about it, it should be about policies mm -hmm. you know and uh yeah the republicans and the democrats really did a good job screwing the pooch <sighs> Listen, you're talking to a man who lives in a country with a four party system. Okay, we got four parties here. And half the times, it just it really it does come down to popularity. There's the person who's running our country right now is as much of a big idiot as the one running yours, or the one that's going to be taken over, however you look at it. So it's a popularity contest, no matter where you are. And I can assure you here north of the border and the six, we're not faring much better. Even our prime minister is, uh, you know, left to be desired at some points we're, we we're on our second lockdown um COVID numbers keep rising yet nobody's doing anything so it makes no sense there's a lot of things that are are left with the, with a head scratcher right but the one thing I will say this about your future president your or sorry at this point when this episode drops he will have officially taken office unless Trump barricades himself in the Oval Office and he can't get in but <laughs> it'd be good television it, oh, it would be amazing I would be glued to this. I'm not gonna lie to you man when the when the debates happen Canadians we flock to the U.S. debates that is like reality TV to the greatest power, greatest power. And I'll come back to that later if we get into another conversation about like uh, pro wrestling and the, uh, the debates. Absolutely. So absolutely. We'll come back. Trust me, we need to come back to that because I got an opinion on that. Well, we, we definitely will circle back. I'll keep that in my head for sure. But what I was saying is that, um, you know, the one thing I do like about your at this point, he will be the official president, like I said, unless Trump barricades himself. But he mm -hmm. actually was the only leader I've seen so far take that vaccine. And that says something to me, because none of the leaders over here have done it. 
So that says something to me. I mean, whether you're pro-vaccine or you're not pro or you're, or you're post-vaccine, whatever you want to call it, pro or negative, the fact is, is that he's the only world leader thus far that I've seen actually take the vaccine. Now, I know people say it was an empty syringe. It was filled with water. All vaccines are clear. We can't really prove any of that. All I can say is at least I saw him take the needle in his arm. Well, here in America, like uh, when when one person starts doing something, it becomes popular. So next thing you know, everyone's going to be fighting in line. Be like, here, give me the needle, please vaccinate me. They just, you know, and then they're, they'll, they'll scream. They'll, they'll be snapping it. And they'll be FaceTiming it, you know, quick uh, TikToking her and putting all that on there. Just proving, you know, it'll be the new hip thing because that's how America is. It's all about the hip. Absolutely. And I know that the Scientologists are right after your frontline workers. All the Scientologists are going to get it. They're going to get it. Uh, Tom Cruise, bro. (laughs) Listen, he makes amazing movies. I love the Mission Impossible franchise. I don't care Mm -hmm. about his religious beliefs. But the fact is, I mean, I did see that blowout a couple months back, though, where he's like, we're trying to keep everybody safe. And he's yelling. (laughs) And he's yelling with so much passion, Jock. But the mask... The mask was muffling everything he was saying. So everything sounded like a giant F word. That's why it was so intriguing. Yes. Yes. Very true. (laughs) Very true. So I got to ask, because I know the last time we spoke, we talked about, you know, how long you've been in this business and you're a vet of this business and all that great stuff. And we actually spoke right before the world changed shape. It was about a month before everything hit the fan. And uh-huh. wrestling stopped and you had plans, you had goals in mind for the rest of 2020, moving into 2021. But now I guess bookings have probably slowed down a bit. I know you haven't come north of the border since the last time you were here, which I believe was January, which sucks because we miss you out here. And mm-hmm. I was so looking forward to going to my first Greek town show, which I have yet to do because I haven't been able to make it out anywhere. There's no shows happening. There was a couple parking lot shows happening in September. But Greek Town did not do anything, and that's okay. I understand the reasons why. You have to go where you can go. But um, in terms of everything with you and the fact that I know that you weren't always with your daughter a lot of the times because you were out on the road, you were doing your stuff. How great has this past nine months been when you've been actually to be able to be home more than you usually would be and be able to spend that time with Scarlett? It's got to be special. Got to be. Well, um, you know, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for anybody else, but... You know, I've got to spend seven days, give or take a day or two when, you know, I've had a few shows here, they're scattered about, but, you know, we got to do 4th of July. We had like five, my neighborhood had about $3,000 in fireworks for 4th of July. We, we did, we had, a, we had an all day party. We had our friends over, we had cookouts. I live about five minutes down the road from, from, a, from a river lot to where people from my hometown, the only people from my hometown can go to this river lot. And I got to go down there and spend time with them, get drunk with them and, and just do redneck things, you know, hit the river, the raft in, you know, I'm able to go hunting and fishing. And, but the main thing is, man, me and Scarlett got, has got to get in trouble together. You know, I've got to be able to stay home with her and, do dad things and play Nintendo switch. I, you know, cook for it, It's, it's been a blessing really. I mean, not the, not the fact that the, <laughs> I'm thinking out of context that, that this purge, I'm calling it a purge because it's kind of how it feels like plague purge, you know, uh, it's killing people out there and, and people should be safe. You know, that's why it's been a blessing that I've been able to be with, you know, my wife and my kid who, you know, this whole time we've, I've got a big garage out back. And we pretty much spent every day when it's nice sitting out in the garage, you know, watching her, 
drinking my beer in my fridge, doing projects around the house. And, you know, I'm not like most wrestlers. I don't play video games. And, you know, I like to do redneck shit. I know, Which I, I think that's why a lot of people may not like me sometimes because a lot of people, rednecks do get a bad validation. They think we're all big pieces of shit because we're rednecks, but not all rednecks are bigots. This you is, know? This is, this, is, this is the picture that's Hollywood's painted, right? I mean, every time you see a redneck in a movie, they usually are playing a bigot or an idiot mm -hmm. or an inbred or, or somebody like that. It, it's not mm -hmm. the case. It's just being passionate about being from where you are from. And yeah, repping, I, you know, we just your, want to be left alone. Yeah. Well, then I guess That's maybe I'm a little redneck. I hate people. I've been training for COVID my whole life. My whole <laughs> life I've been training for COVID. Social distancing has been my life's goal. And I was doing this shit when I was like seven or eight. I was preparing myself. I think maybe I knew. Maybe I was like Nostradamus of my time. No, maybe you were. You know, country people like to live clear out in the country, not near anybody. And and uh, and I live in a rural area, like, you know, and it, I'm happy about it. And that's probably why COVID hadn't hit us so bad down here. Because nobody, you know, you don't have to tell hillbillies to social distance. They don't, unless you talk, take away their bar, and then they'll be shoulder to shoulder in a bar. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, you know, a lot of good people down here in the holler, and and uh, it's you know, I, I've made the best out of a bad situation. Absolutely. And, and and the shows that you have scattered around, I mean, have been impressive. You've, I know you've racked up a couple new championships. So definitely want to talk yeah. about that. So those shows that you did have and when you had them, they were probably outdoor shows or maybe indoor shows, definitely social distance, you know, minimum amount of people, all that good stuff. But what were the new championships that Jock Sampson is racking up? What gold did you earn over this COVID <laughs> period? Well, um, or I already was the Remix Pro Champion out of Marriott, Ohio. I beat Christopher Daniels for that. And that was back a couple of years ago. Still the champion. But I, I won a belt called the FTC Failure to Conform Championship in an uh, empty arena match, which ended up going all over this little hillbilly town of Ironton, Ohio, down on the Ohio-Kentucky border. Beat a guy named Casey King for the title. I uh, became the IWC champion of uh, International Wrestling Cartel, a belt who's been held by CM Punk, Rhino, Dreamer, uh, Corey Graves, you name it, the, the best of the best in Pittsburgh have had it. And I won that in a, in a baseball stadium, Washington Wild Things in Washington, PA. And uh, I also won the Pro Wrestling Conquest Championship. I beat Casey King and in a, in, in a, uh, became their first ever champion. So I won three belts during this plague. And... Uh, you know, and I'm not going to get credit for it because a lot of people out there are like, well, Jack Sampson don't do any cool moves. He doesn't do flips and he doesn't do, uh, 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 the, he don't, he, he don't jump off the top rope. Oh, he wrestles terrible. You know, I, I don't care. I hate, you know, I think fashy moves are stupid because most time people are doing them wrong. Now there's a lot of people that can do them right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you can talk and get over then why aren't you talking? Well, that's one thing you have over everybody else. And I, I don't think your moveset is a joke. I think your moveset is, is simple. You know your strengths. You know what you can do well. And you do it very well. But like you said, like you told my daughter in her five questions, because these will, these will air on separate days. But like you told her in your five questions, your move is an elbow drop. But you're also 280 pounds. So when you have 280 pounds hitting you from yeah. you know four feet up, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a oh, lot. 
Oh, yeah. I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, is it going to be believable for you to beat me with an elbow drop? And I'm going, let me, can I actually hit you with it? <laughs> you know, I got a guy weighing 150 pounds, not thinking he's going to look strong. And I'm over here going, what, what are you doing? You know, uh, you know, I, I am a redneck. I'm not playing a redneck. You know, everything I do is blunt force trauma. I punch hard. I don't kick because we didn't kick growing up. We, we we didn't think it was very manly to kick when you got in the fights. That's how we were brought up. If you, you know, you didn't kick when you got in a fight. You threw fist. You bit people, you know. Mike Tyson style? Like you ripped Mike off Tyson. Yeah, you did whatever you could, you know. So my style is blunt force trauma. Headbutts. Yeah, it bores some people, but those people have no imagination. Well, if they didn't have any imagination, I mean, like I said, love you or hate you. The one thing I respect about you so much, and I love you. I love you because, you know, you've been on my show twice now. But one of the things I love the most about you is your promos. And the fact that you can literally go at anybody and you can, in the same promo, you can make them feel great. And you can also make them feel like a bag of dirt. And that's not an easy skill to do. One in particular would be, um, I have a friend, a, a part of the Ontario Indie Wrestling Podcast Network, if you will, Ryan Knight from Knights of the Squared Circle. And I just saw this today. And this is what made me think, oh my God, I haven't reached out to Jock to come back on the show. I'm such an idiot. So we did, and we set this up almost right away, which was great. And um, the, the promo that he did for Ryan was, Ryan, how are you? It's me, Jock Sampson. You're up fucking asshole because you've never had me on your show i'm only really saying that because maybe i don't want to be on your show and it was it was hilarious i loved it i loved every second of it and i wanted to do something that i don't know if you've been asked to do if you're prepared to do it i want you jock to cut a promo on your boy right now i want you to look me dead in my eyes and i want you to cut a promo on the host from straight talk wrestling your favorite podcast and i know that's the truth I want you to cut something on me right now. We're going to do this. And when this drops, this will be podcast history, Jock. Podcast history. <laughs> hey, Scarlet, earmuffs. Earmuffs. <laughs> earmuffs. Keep them on there. Linda, mind your business. <laughs> I got to make sure I'm, I'm I've got to make it. I'm, hang on a second. Linda, why don't you keep your mouth shut? I'm sitting here talking to this asshole up here. Yeah, I'm going to run my mouth. I got to talk to this asshole right here. He wants to take an hour of my day. I'm trying to watch goddamn football on the television, but you want to run your goddamn mouth, Linda. You know, and what kind of questions do you want to ask me, motherfucker? <laughs> I, I got a lot of questions. I had, about to, I had to get into it with my wife. <laughs> Absolutely. I love, Linda, man, I love it, man. Uh, I love that's it. That's Linda Jane back here. Yeah, she's an amazing woman. She puts up with a lot. I hate her gun if I can't stand her. <laughs> yes. I call her Dragon Lady. Dragon Lady 2.0. <laughs> oh, you're killing me, man. You're killing me. So you were saying that around, um, you were doing projects around the house. A lot of stuff that you may have not been able to get to when, you know, you're on the road as regular as you were. So, I mean, when you, when COVID hit, did Linda kind of look at you with that gleam in your eye like, huh? I got a list of about 26 fucking things that I've been waiting for you to do. Brother, I tell you right now, I had a honeydew list that uh, was longer than St. Peter's list when you go to heaven. <laughs> I mean, you know, and it was stuff that I wanted to get done. I mean, we had to readjust our pool. We had to, 
we had to level it out a lot better because of the Latin shifted. So I had to take the pool all the way down and, you know, I had brought a buddy in who did stuff. So we had to level out the ground to where it was level. So the pool would be level because we're going to build a deck on it in the spring. Nice. And then I had to put, uh, you know, some finishing on the, on the porch, you know, stuff out there and clean my garage out, organize it, made it a party, party, uh, a layer, the, the, you know, and, just a, just a lot of stuff. I mean, it's a lot of stuff that's going to be boring for a lot of people out there because I know a lot of wrestlers out there, they live in apartments. They don't know how to mow their grass. They, uh, they don't know how to cut promos and they don't know manual labor. They know how to take pictures at the gym to make sure people know they're working out. Hey, look at me. I'm a buffed up asshole. I have no personality, but look at me. I got biceps on biceps. Yeah, too bad, dickhead. So, <laughs> But I miss a lot of stuff. I mean, we we've gotten some stuff done. I think I forgot about, you know. But uh, yeah, just man stuff. Man stuff. That's right. Getting dirty, you know. Getting dirty. Have power tools. Down, power tools. Drills. You know. Cookouts every night, and when it was nice, and I'm putting a TV. I'm building a, a place to put my TV out there in the garage, and. To where, like, when NASCAR races are on, we can have NASCAR parties. And yes, people, I watch NASCAR. You shouldn't be fucking surprised. Not at all. Not in the slightest. Who's your guy in NASCAR? I don't know much about NASCAR, but who's your guy? Well, I grew up being a Ricky Rudd fan. He was my favorite as a kid. And then, you know, when he retired, I, I went and started liking Dale Jr. Because I thought he was cool. He was about my age about that time. Now I like Martin Truex Jr. Big fan of him. Martin True, he, he won the cup. He won the championship a couple of years back. But I, I enjoy watching NASCAR because you don't have to pay attention to NASCAR. You put it on your TV. Uh, you go about your business. You can do stuff. You come back, watch the last 20 laps, but it's on TV. So it's kind of like redneck stuff. We have a bunch of rednecks out in the garage watching it, standing around circled, drinking and doing snuff. And, and it'll know. be a good time. But what what is the strategy to what is the strategy to NASCAR? I mean, I know you you got to watch. You can't go on the outside. You got to try to take them out on the on the inside, right? And there's all there is a strategy to it. A lot of people wouldn't know. Like myself, I'm not adverse to NASCAR, but there is a strategy to it, a mind game thing to it, right? Well, just imagine driving a a piece of metal. Like you, you we all know how much our cars weigh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, imagine a car that weighs more than what your car does because it's got all this chassis and stuff to keep these guys from dying. Mm -hmm. Then you got to drive it between 180 to 200 miles an hour, you know, for 400 miles, 500 miles, 600 miles. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you have to drive, you have to drive within an inch of another car at times. You have to be that skilled to drive which end, you know, um one inch of these guys takes a lot of skill mm-hmm. the pit crews are athletes yeah what do you got to be under like seven seconds or something ridiculous right mm-hmm. yep that's that's insane i could i've gone to my mechanic and the quickest i've ever got out in and out for an oil change is 25 minutes mm-hmm. i've never hit seven seconds a day in my life give me one sec here i gotta reply to uh a flurry all right there we go you might want to edit that out i had to reply yeah. back that's <laughs> yeah, so like i was saying i've never hit seven seconds at a mechanic in my life like i said the quickest i've ever had an oil change is 25 minutes and when my tires get rotated when i take my winter tires off for my summer tires it's usually about an hour sucks 
Yeah, just imagine those guys doing it in 12 seconds. Life would be so much easier. Life would be so much easier. But it's, it's, it's weird to have a disposal with seven guys hanging around, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Fair enough. So, I mean, in Ohio, I, I think I asked this last time, and we were talking a little bit about this fantastic treat that you have called the, the Buckeye. But mm-hmm. are you an Ohio State guy? Like, are I'm you a Buckeyes fan? Well, you want to, let, me, let me answer this one here. Hey, Linda, tell him how big of a Buckeye fan I am. <laughs> yeah, you, you know better than to say that goddamn word in my house, woman. You don't say the N word. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I named my daughter Scarlett after Ohio State's callers. Okay. Scarlett, and her name is Scarlett Gray. Oh, beautiful name. So I, I love the Buckeyes. They're in the playoff. They play New Year's Day. They played New Year's Day, you know, and just live and die for them. I love it. Like, and that's been another good thing about the COVID is usually I got to watch most of the games from a phone. I've been at my house watching every game at home. I, I have, have I haven't done that in 15 years. Usually I'm watching some most of them, some a lot of them on my phone. So. I'm a big, huge Buckeye fan. I live in the great Buckeye state. You do. Yes, you do. And Ohio is, is a state that I have driven through. I have not, not never stopped. But um, I did appreciate the Buckeyes for a time period when uh, Lamar Odom was on the uh, basketball team. I loved him. I thought he was a fantastic talent. And they didn't get, then he got drafted and his career was over because he busted his shoulder. But uh, I did, uh, I did enjoy, enjoy what he was doing when he was a Buckeye for sure. Sure. Yeah, Buckeyes, man, are it, it, it's a different thing. We're like the Texas of the North. Like, there's so much state pride being from Ohio. Like, my wife's from West Virginia, and, and my, her mama, her, her dad lives in Florida, and he's trying to get us to move to Florida. I won't move that goddamn place. It's too hot for you, right? I don't like I don't like hot weather, to be honest. That's why we have a pool, so I can sit in the pool and be cold. Cool. So that's the only it's, it's an ugly place with with mean, nasty people, rotten ass people. It's like Michigan with with uh, tank tops. <laughs> Michigan with tank tops. Yeah, right. Michigan, I, we've been trying to give that, that that state to you for the last what hundred years. We don't want it. We've already got a state like that. It's called Windsor. Okay, it's a city uh-huh. right across the border. We that's got right. that. We got that's that. Right. Got Same guy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like a vein of existence, right? Once you hit London, it starts to get a little dingy. Then you get into Windsor. And then by the time you cross the border, it doesn't even feel like you really crossed the border. It kind of fluidity right from Windsor right across. It all looks yeah. the same. Like Windsor, like you remember Dave Chappelle's skit about Oakland and San Francisco? Yes. Yes. You know, you're in San Francisco. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Good to see you. Uh, you come on over to get over to Oakland. Welcome to Oakland, motherfucker. It's kind of like what it is. You're coming to Windsor. Hey, buddy, good to see you. And you get to Detroit. Welcome to Detroit, bitch. Welcome to Detroit City, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. So I know you've been playing the Switch, and I'm. Uh, we also got a Switch this year. So we've been playing, my wife and I, we've been kicking it old school. So we've been rocking out the Mario Kart. And our daughter smokes us, like literally whoops our butts every turn. I have not beaten her. 
The highest place I ever got was fourth place in a race. So what is the go-to game for you and Scarlett? I know you did mention Hello Neighbor, but what is the go-to games besides Hello Neighbor for you guys when you're playing the Switch? Um, we like Mario Party. Nice. We like it pretty good. Um, I mean, we just got for Christmas uh, Mario Deluxe. I've been playing that. Like when I get off here, I'll probably pick it up and play a little bit because it kind of gives me the vibe of the old Nintendo, mm -hmm. the old Nintendo Mario mixed in with Mario 3. Right. So is there plans for, um, uh, we're working on getting some shows and stuff probably going for when the weather gets a little bit better and stuff like that, or maybe social distance shows indoors. Is there plans for anything you can kind of give me a little taste of, of what you might, who you might be defending coming up again. And once we get into the warmer weather, well, West, West Virginia is like the wild West when it comes to this COVID, they don't give a rat's fuck. They don't care. Just like you'd expect. It's like they had a bowl game on the 31st with the uh, army in West Virginia. And they've always said that, uh, you know, one of the teams, you know, has the uh, lar largest arsenal of guns and all the world, and the other team is Army. So they don't care. They it it, it don't get more redneck than, than than West Virginia. So on the 29th, I'll be in a town called St. Albans, which is a suburb of Charleston, defending my Pro Wrestling Conquest Championship against Mance Warner. I have a broke I have a broken foot, so I can't. I, you know, they they're still going to try to make me defend it. Unbelievable. But I'm hurt. But I'm hurt. What a bunch of jerks. They hurt me. Is that the 29th of January? 29th of January. West right. Virginia don't give a damn. They don't give a rat's ass, eh? Wow. No, no, no. Like, I, I was talking to RJ City today and because they were wanting to bring him down to uh, St. Albans because RJ, if you don't know this, he has the biggest love for Don Knotts. And Don Knotts is from Morgantown, West Virginia. I do know that. I I, I do know RJ's uh, RJ's obsession with classic uh, TV for sure, hundred percent. So RJ, whenever he gets a shot, he's going to come down here to the holler, and, and uh, I'm going to have to take him to Morgantown, where West Virginia University is, so he can see the Don Knotts statue <laughs> on Don Knotts Boulevard and in Morgantown. It kind of makes me laugh, but but for someone like him, he's he's a lot like me, except uh, not country. No, he's more he's more city. But yeah, in the same aspect that he does not give a fuck. Yeah, we're technically the same guy, you know, on beliefs and how we approach wrestling. Not life, sure. And anything outside of wrestling, we don't, you know, we don't have the same agreement on it. But wrestling, but, uh, yeah. wrestling, yeah, wrestling, yeah. We wrestling, we do. So we have to circle back now because I, I'm interested in what we talked to at the top of the show, which was wrestling promos and politics. You had an opinion on that, and I'm interested and excited to hear that opinion. Okay. This might piss some people off, but do you remember the first Donald Trump and uh, the president, not the Donald Trump, not the presidential uh, debate? Uh, from this year or from the previous one this with Hillary? This, this year. year. Yes, I do. We watched, my wife and I watched it in its entirety. If pro wrestling was more like that today, pro wrestling would be in a much better place. Now, I will tell you why. Now, if you're a heel in wrestling, okay, and you want to be a good heel. You need to look at everything that Donald Trump has done the last four years and put it to your character and whatnot. Okay? Donald Trump won an election where he didn't win the most of the vote, he, majority of the votes. Mm -hmm. Okay? But what did he do? He bragged about 
being the best, the most dominant president. I dominated that election. Believe me, I'm the best. So all he did for the last four years is cut promo upon promo upon promo upon promo, telling you how good he is. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Telling you how great he was, which there's a lot of people that love him and there's a lot of people that hate him. But the one thing that he brought was emotion to people. People are emotional about him one way or another, good or bad. Okay. So we have this new election where they could have basically put a a mop up against him. Right. And people would have voted for the mop. (laughs) Yes, they would have. They would have voted. Yeah. You know, so Donald Trump loses this election by a landslide. What is Donald Trump doing? He is telling you he won the election. Yeah, yeah, and you guys have all those lawsuits that he's putting out there. Yeah, right? like I was cheated. It wasn't fair. It wasn't fair. He's crying. He went from being a braggart to a crybaby. Which is heel one. Heel one hundred one. But you can't give guys to do that because they won't commit to being. You know, they they want to be cool. Yeah, yeah, and then they go. You know. Being nice to people. Really, I'll be nice to people that are nice to me, but I, I'm not going to be no fake dude. I'm not a fake person. Right. I am the same guy in the ring as I am outside. They, they just won't commit to whatever they're doing. They want to be cool and light. Hills, hills out there are still doing a lot of moves. I don't understand if, you, if you're a bad guy, why would you want to do something cool which is going to get someone to cheer you? People going to cheer you. If you do a moonsault, some cool, oh man, and then you're not a heel no more. You do, I do as little as possible because the moment I throw my drop kick out, they're going to cheer for it. You know, and I haven't changed anything that I do when I wrestle in Canada either. I'm babyface in Canada now, which is weird. <laughs> they love you here, though, right? You, you literally are a man among legends here. If you don't know, if you don't know the, if you know, if you don't know the name Jock Sampson, like I said, I've never seen you wrestle in person, but I've seen some amazing stuff that you've done on the internet. And like I said, the move set simple, but I appreciate what you do. I appreciate how you stick to the character. You you literally do it 100% all the time. It's never changed. It works for you. And the great part about it is, is there's only one other guy in the business right now. I think is doing it as good as you, not better, but as good. And that's MJF. MJF is heel through and through. The guy does it better than nobody else. Jericho Jericho is supposed to be a heel right now, but when he goes out there, everyone's singing Judas. Judas on my mind. Everyone's singing it's a great song. It's a catchy tune. But you're supposed to be the most hated man in this company, in that organization. And yet when people come out and they're singing your song, just because you're an egomaniac, you're sitting there smiling like, yeah, everybody's everybody's singing my tune. Yeah, but dude, you're supposed to be the, the number one hated guy because you run this number one hated faction. So you're right. The flip-flopping is hilarious to me, but you're right. I look at it now and, and, and what you said, and you hit the nail in the coffin because if, if, if wrestling was like that, the way the debates were, the world would be a better place. And the great thing about it was, is that he never let the face technically get a word in. The face couldn't get over because he never stopped talking. Yeah. People were wanting him to, they were wanting Joe Biden to run across there and start, start fighting him. That's where it got to the point to where it was real heat. Mm-hmm. Guys are afraid. The guys are afraid to get. I've been attacked. I don't like about. I, I've I've been in situations where I've been attacked by fans. 
a lot. The fans that don't, fans that truly believe it, 150%. They believe me. I can't convince them wrestling is real. Okay, I can't do that. Uh, but I can convince you that I'm real. You know, you're going to believe in me. I'm going to make sure of that. And they've, I've been attacked. I've been hit. I've had to hit people back. Thank God I ain't had to do it in the last like two or three years because Lord knows this world today, you know, I got a lawsuit hauling back at me. But, right. But uh, yeah, I've had to defend myself several times and uh, 13 times I've had to defend myself. That's a lot more than a lot of guys would ever even think about. Wow. Yeah, for sure. And is it, 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 it now you minus you said the world is different now for sure. But in those <laughs> situations, was there ever a thought like, you know what, fuck, I, I might have not made it home tonight. I about went to jail in a little small town on about a mile from the Indiana border. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're having a show out in this high school. Moda comes up to me and says, hey, man, you know, we want you to brawl all over the building. This match is no DQ. So whatever the match takes you. And I said, well, if we get on the floor, security needs to be right there surrounding us to make sure that not really him, but they need to take care of me. So these goofy ass sons of bitches, security, we're out there getting ready to walk up the bleachers. They weren't. They, they're at the bottom of bleachers looking at it. And I'm coming up, some 18-year-old kid comes up and shoves me in the chest. And says, like, what are you going, MF, or blah, blah, blah. So I grab him. I don't hit him either. I just grab him and, nudge, and just kind of toss him to the side. Very, very gingerly, too. But his foot caught on, got caught on the bleacher. And he tried to catch his balance. And he, went, he, he stumbled for like three or four feet and went face into the wall and was out cold and was snoring shit so and th there's probably eight nine hundred people at this place and they seen him attack me but they see me just sidestepping put him into the wall well I'm, I'm looking over and going he's snoring so the fans are immediately coming they're getting ready to come after me so i you know got my butt back into the ring and we we you know took we, we went home early on the match so i'm in the locker room after the match because i went over dirty I won the match. The cops were mad at me. Holy shit. And they got this kid back here out like a light. Just kind of, he's, he's, he's there. You know, lights are on, but nobody's home. Shit. And the cops get the kid's mother to come in there. And they're trying to convince his mother, who even though the kid's 18, to press charges on me for assaulting this kid. Even though... I never hit him. He attacked me. You can obviously see it. I just. And the mother said, no, no, my son attacked him first. We're not pressing charges. Wow. And I got in my bag and got out and I got in my car and I got out of town quick as I possibly could. Wow. They, the cops legitimately followed me to the county line. That was the scariest moment of my wrestling career. <laughs> wow thinking I, i'm going to jail yeah I, I myself am sitting there i got i got goosebumps man that's insane and and you know what wrestling is a great business and it's a great way to tell stories and it's a great way to make your heroes cheer for your heroes boo the guys you hate but at the end of the day you've got to understand that it's it's just it's a show it's a play 
and people need to understand that. And there's nothing wrong with with taking heat, but when it gets too real like that, that's when that's when us fans just become ignorant people. Because at the end of the day, any wrestler, any person that steps in that ring should have our respect, whether their heels or their faces. And yeah, you can hate the guy, but remember, at the end of the day, that guy or that girl, they have a family, and you always want to make sure they get home to their family. And a lot of times, you know, I don't, I'm not taking the chance. If I don't, if I feel threatened, I'm going to defend myself. Of course. I'm not going to let nobody get one up on me and I'm not taking the chance. I don't know if they have a knife. I'm not going to try to hurt them. I'm going to try to disable them so we can get them out of there. Right. We've had a guy pull, I had a guy pull a knife on me once. And the security saw it and it was in West Virginia of all places too. <laughs> yeah, you love West Virginia, don't you? <laughs> I live like two minutes from West Virginia too. So, but it was in West Virginia, and uh, security saw it, and they went and tackled the guy and tackled his arm because I, you know I was walking towards him and I didn't see him. And this was after the show. They were going, he was thinking about knifing me. You know, uh, I'm I'm very I'm kind of proud of that in a way, but scared the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it is what it is. I'm not proud of any. I'm not proud of hitting anybody, but I'm not one to. I will brag, but I only brag about whooping people that deserve to have their ass whooped, like real men. I ain't gonna know chicken shit who's gonna slide under a ring and try to hit me from behind. That ain't no badge of honor. I'm just gonna whoop your ass and move on. Right, right. So As- there's a lot of people, and they get get a grip has like i mean i'm sure you've shared these stories with linda and just to get a little real here for a second has she ever been like man like can you just come home can you can you not go to that next show can you not do this can you not do that like i know she knows you can handle yourself but it's got to be scary for her um i don't know hey linda let me ask her here hey come here come here real quick all right talking to george here have there ever been a time when you were at a wrestling show with me back in the day where you were actually worried about me? Worried about you? Where I would get hurt by a fan? By a fan, yeah. Where was that at? Because I've seen people talking. Yeah, speak up. Can you hear her? Yeah, I can hear her. Okay. And you just get this nick on your face like you're going to turn around and just go after them. Jesus. You're lucky the security has stopped you and other else would have shouted you to get you back into the rig. Oh, Kevin Sullivan. That was in Parkersburg. Okay. Kevin Sullivan saved me and laughing the whole way when he got me back in the ring. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. I always tell Linda, my long hair just don't cover up my redneck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Well, Jock, I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad you're at home. I'm glad you've been able to spend some time with your beautiful daughter and your wife who, you know, as you put it, you can take her or leave her sometimes. But yeah. I'm glad that you're where I found her. I'll leave, I'll leave her where I found her. <laughs> I'm glad that you've been able to pick up some gold. I'm glad that you've been able to keep your promo skills up on point. And I'm honored and glad that I was able to have my friend back on the show for another round. This has been an amazing conversation. Oh, man, I'm glad to be on here. I appreciate you very much for having me on here. And getting to talk to your kid, man. She did a great job, dude. She's She's the star. She's a star. I mean, I just, I just taught her a little bit. Minus two. Minus two. Absolutely. We just (laughs) showed them the way, but they discovered things on their own. Yours, yours, she came right up to the camera. No fear. Just like my little one did. And and that's the great, that's the great part about kids is that you can, you can instill all the values you want into them. But at the end of the day, they're going to figure out who they are really real quick. And honestly, and truly, we started the five questions thing. 
because I actually answered this when I was a guest on a podcast, which is still weird for me to be a guest on podcasts because I'm so used to hosting them. But when I was asked, I was asked by um, a wrestler friend of mine and he was like, you know, the five questions, why did you start that with her? Was that because she wanted her YouTube page? I was like, exactly. That was the exact reason, but I did it so I can mind the content and I can take care of everything. So if she's doing the stuff with me, but the funny thing is, is that now I got wrestlers messaging me. It's like, Hey, George, uh, is your daughter free to do a five questions? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's free. Do you guys, do you want to come back and you want to sit with me after? No, no, I'll just do the five questions with her. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. I feel great about myself. You guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, man. Hey man, you know, the kids, the kids are our life and they're our light. And, and Oh, you give me another, she's handing me bottles of wine to try. I got Riscato. Here, very nice. We're we're like borderline alcoholics in this. <laughs> hey, it's, it, hey, it's the holidays, baby. It's all good. Well, Jock, again, thank you so much for being on Straight Talk Wrestling. As always, I'm your host, your boy George McKay. Don't forget to follow the socials. Tune in next week to find out who next week's guest is. And before I go, Jock, if anybody's stupid enough not to be following you, where can they find you on the wonderful world of social media? Well, I made it real easy on everybody and probably myself because I'm not that good. You just get on Facebook, Twitter, uh, I, I, you know, uh, inst- I, Instagram. There you go. You know, I think I got a TikTok, but I don't really do anything. I just get in there and watch people do stupid ass shit and giggle. But you just type Jock Sampson in, J-O-C-K-S-A-M-S-O-N. And also, I have a thing called Slamio out there. If you ever wanted me to cut a promo on anybody yourself i'll cut a promo on you your friends uh people you don't like i'll break i'll break up with somebody's wife for them if they want me to but you just type in slamio i'll have it on my page you look it up there and uh it's like cameo but better because i'll tell people to get fucked Nobody can cuss no one can use the f word like i can i use it like it sounds fresh and fluent, like, you know, when Italians actually speak, you know, full-blooded Italian, how smooth it is. It just rolls off your tongue, if you will. So, oh, absolutely. Go out, support this man, buy those Slamios. He's absolutely worth it. And, Jock, when the borders open up and you can get your ass back to Canada, you better text me where you're going to be. And right. if you're in the six, I'm going to come out. I'm going to buy a T-shirt. I'm going to get an autograph. You and I are going to take that fucking picture. And I can't wait to see because I'm going to give you a big old bear hug for sure. Let's go get a drink. We get a drink together. Absolutely. I'm down. I am down. We'll get a drink and we'll hit that spot in Greek town that I know you love that makes the best gyros or gyros, as you call it. Yeah, we need to get a beer and a cigar. Done. I'm with you 150%. (laughs) You take care. Enjoy the rest of your evening. And we're going to talk very soon. Yes, sir. God bless you. Thank you. Peace. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on ProWrestlingTees.com. Oh.